You know, I've managed to build some landmarks and some skyscrapers. The question is, Ben, if I build 10 more skyscrapers, are you going to be surprised? Because you already know I'm capable of, mm. okay? Even if I buy a plane, you might think, oh, this young man is successful. He can buy a plane. Mm. But that's not my interest anymore. My interest is that I can't just keep doing what I've already done. Right. I need to do something bigger. I need to do something better with my time. And that's why I decided to branch. You know, so people are asking me questions. Oh, you, you, you are a hotelier. You, you, you're a fashionista. You, you're this. You're a celebrity. No, 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 no. Those were things that were happening to me, you know, along the way of my journey. But at this very point, I've realized that the trials and tribulations of this journey was also preparations for me to be heading towards leadership. And this leadership at this very point, I feel like is needed in my country, and not only in my country, but it's also needed for Africa and the society, uh, the black society. Right. Uh, let me just find out. So what is the mission of uh, New Force? What, what is your vision? Of course, you may have a mission, something within your scope for now, within the next few years, and a vision for much farther into the future. What's your mission? Well, first of all, our, our, our mission is, is to change the narrative of the existing politics, you know, the mm -hmm. geopolitics in the system, because it's been four decades of, you know, both parties going back and forth and taking it in turns. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when we look at the level of development, both human and social development, we're running behind schedule. Because we're looking at 40 years ago in Dubai, they had maybe four buildings or five buildings. And then 40 years down the line, they have millions of apartments and commercial buildings, and now they've become the center of the world and part of the global economy. So if you look at the pace of development of other countries, the speed, you know, we're really far behind. Mm. And um, our mission is to come and change that narrative so there could be a sustainable understanding between national governance and national development. Brilliant idea, but how are you going to execute that? Well, everybody wants to ask you that question. How are you going to execute that? How are you going to execute that? If I told you that I'm going to build a 64-floor uh, uh, building as a skyscraper, and you ask me, how am I going to execute that? I will now have to explain to you that I need to put an architect together. Of course, I have to pay him. Okay, I need to put some engineers together. I have to put some contractors, and I have to make sure I pay some suppliers. And I have to make sure I import those things and bring it in and pay taxes. And I have to find the installers to put it together. I have to manage it. I have to project manage it. I have to make sure that I sponsor it. I have to. So these are the things. That brings me to this point. Of course, yes, like governments, there are different cogs in the wheel of government. Ministers, members of parliament, the three different arms of government. But then I would ask you, um, does that mean you have a manifesto? I do. I, we do have a manifesto. Okay. We, have, we have a manifesto. What are the core plans? And then we have a constitution. One minute, I'll come back to your question. We have a manifesto, we have a constitution, and we have built... 16 offices in the 16 regions. We've read the constitution and we've followed what we have to do. Put in the application for a political party, but we were not responded to. After the seven days... You were days, not responded to no, by, no, no, no. The by the Yes. After seven days, when you pay and you submit, they have to respond to you after seven days. It's right. been three months. Okay, so I'm not here to, to talk about laws. Have you, and, have you followed up? Yes, we wrote a letter again, you know, and they still haven't responded. Okay, we, we don't have to go there, but I hope that the EC can hear me and say, okay, let's respond to this young man. Uh, we're supposed to give him his uh, provisional licenses. So, you know, if they had given us that, today New Force will be talking about the actual party. 
you know, and using the logos and using maybe our mottos and slogans and stuff like that. But, you know, since that hasn't happened, it doesn't mean that it should stop the conversation or stop the mission or, or, or even uh, restrict the vision. We're still going ahead. We're still going ahead with a new false movement, which is supported so by... That, that, that explains why you're classifying yourself as a movement for now. Well, it's not, I'm classifying because you're not, myself. you're not a political party. I am not a political party. I'm not a politician. And um, if I had a political party and I had to go with the rules and regulations and the conditions, that comes from EC and that is part of the legislation of the country, then I have to go by those laws and those regulations. But since that hasn't happened, you can't put me in that curriculum, you know. Yeah. And not to say that without that also, I can't fulfill the vision. Right. You know, we still have the, uh, by law, we can be an independent uh, flag bearer, and, that, and that's what we're doing. But it all goes back to the Electoral Commission. But interesting point you made about your regional offices in all 16 regions. You Absolutely. do realize you would need offices in the districts as well. Absolutely. Should you, no. should you decide to go 176 that of them. If we have already got in the 16, we don't see having the 177, that's a problem. Everything is possible. You know, you just need total concentration, you need to be focused, and that is a perfect method to execute anything. It's very much possible. But, you know, just to have the offices in the region is even the most difficult part. Mm. I'm just letting you know that, you know, we quickly followed what the Constitution was requiring, you know, and our requirements has been fulfilled, and our submission has been done. But, in return, <laughs> We haven't been fulfilled with the, uh, the, the, the laws. Uh, do, do you feel you're being targeted? You're being hounded in a way? I, you, say, you say, and we'll get to the convention, but you say even with the Electoral Commission, you write to them, they don't respond. Are you going to follow up again? I don't, I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm being targeted. I think that any force, any power that stands up, anyone that is blessed, Anyone that is successful, anyone that has anything about the average in Africa, you know, it uh, becomes uh, some sort of um, target. I, I don't want to use the word target. You know, target is like <laughs> we're coming for you to, you know, destroy you. you know? But I don't think, I think, I think people just, people, people have questions for you. You know, people like to delay you. People like to hold you back. And who are you? Where did you come from? And why should we let you? And, you know, I think it's an African thing. But also mentally and spiritually, I also think that when you're blessed, you have to face these challenges and you have to be able to overcome these challenges and move on. You know, just focus on where you want to be, where you want to go. You know, after all, all we have in this world is to pass time. You know, and what I can do today, I might not be able to do it 20 years from now. So for me, I'm not looking at it as something that's supposed to hold me back. I'm going. I'm, I'm, I'm moving. I, I was asking. I think it got lost in transition. Will you still go back to the Electoral Commission to try and, you know, get some response and set up your political party? It, it will, it, will it be called New Force? Definitely my team. I wouldn't like to disclose the name right now until we are allowed to use the name. So the name will change? Uh, yes, it's a, there's, there's a name for the political party. Like I said, the, new, the force. new force is a movement, and you can't turn a movement to a political party. In, right, I don't yeah. know if you've read the Constitution very well. But there are reasons I'm asking you those very okay, questions. Okay, so you can't do that. But um, yes, at the right time, of course, we would um, do it right. Okay, so you want to be president. <laughs> do you? I am going to be a president. I, I, I would like you to speak louder. I no, just no, no. asked him, you want to be president. You asked me a question, right? Yes. I am answering you. Yes. I am going to be the president. You are going to be the president. Yes. 
That's some, that's some courage. Isn't uh, that what we need? To be alive? I, to do the things that we have to do? I don't know, but the stark reality, too, is you have two gargantuan parties, mm -hmm. juggernauts, the National Democratic Congress and the New Patriotic Party. Have you heard the MPP say they are trying to break the eight? Have you seen the floats and the crowds? Have you seen the NDC and the former President John Mahama? You're going toe-to-toe -to -toe with these parties. I mean, should the EC clear you and everything? You're very confident. What, what explains your confidence? Confidence is faith. If you have faith, you would demonstrate your confidence. And I feel like, you know, right at this stage, at this point, you know, I could be president in many other ways. I could be president of the nation. I could be president of the uh, private world and create wealth. And I still will be remembered in history that he came and he changed. You know, there is so many ways that I could have this crown on my head, you know, and I'm not looking at the two giants as uh, a destruction for me. You know, I am looking at myself as, um, do I have people that um, might believe in my vision? Yes, out of the 33 million, there are some people that could agree with me. There are some people that might be fed up with what they've had in the past four decades. So my confidence is built from my faith. From my faith. And I strongly believe that there is a change, there's a revolution, there is a moment that we are making a movement out of that moment. And that change is very powerful. I, I don't think, you know, it just takes a human being to determine or to stop or to change or shift it. Let's just see, you know, the outcome. Of I, I totally believe in faith. I am a staunch Catholic. I, I believe in all these things that you're mentioning. Change as well. What is your faith? My faith. My faith is not anything you can determine. Mm. Okay? You can't say it. See, I was just pushing a rock. And based on my faith, God said, son, step aside. Let me shift the mountains for you. And my faith believed that that was going to be shifted. Now, this is the situation that just happened with the convention. Mm. You know, I was just pushing a rock. I was working so hard to bring leaders from Africa, from different parts of Africa, you know, four different countries in Africa with powerful voices to come to Ghana and to inspire the people of Africa, but from Ghana. And that was some hard rock to push. Mm. But some entity or some organization or someone with their personal interest decided to cancel it. And when they canceled it, when they canceled it they woke the world up. They woke Africans up. You know, so this is what faith can be. You know, when I believe that this was going to shift mountains, it shifted the mountains. I left the rock. And, you know, this is where I believe that as a nation, we should start to practice in our faith. We should start to see that the future, where we're going, is better for our children, more so than it becoming worse for our children. Mm. I believe that the future is better for the average Ghanaian. I can see that the future is going to be worthy, is going to be, you know, a great succession for the average Ghanaian and even African if we are able to put together our resources, both human and minerals, and start to manufacture them and create jobs amongst ourselves and build economies in our, all our regions, 
and then let that economies be consolidated and become one powerful economy africa will stand as a giant out of the five or six continents in this world we will now be responsible for the world's uh, economical uh, uh, should i call it a, 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 a economical empowerment mm. okay we have never been in those areas they don't talk about us when they talk about global economy but when it comes to global resources and extracting it Africa is number one. Everybody is here. China, England, America, Europe, everybody is here. But when you're talking about who are the people who are rich and successful and building it, you know, it's minus Africans. When you're talking about the people to aid, to give aid to, yes, okay, let's go and give it to Africans. Whether it's a spied chicken, whether it's um, some mask that has already some COVID in it, they just throw it all over this place. And I think that this is my vision. My vision is to change that narrative. I'm right. starting from Ghana, but I intend to go into Africa. So that, that also means that you subscribe to the thinking of the Osajifu, Dr. Kwame Nkrumah, Absolutely. and Haile Selassie, who felt that the way to go was for a united Africa. This is the spirit in me that I'm sitting in front of you. I don't know how they came in me, but I speak like them. I live like them. I believe in them. Their vision is what I want to continue. That is how I feel. You know, and I think everybody have the right to be themselves because you have to be you. You know, everybody's unique. We're all human beings that eat, sleep, get sick, and live and die. But we are uniquely created. And every one of us have a different mission. Some of us want to be athletes. Some of us want to be rappers and footballers and, and presenters and this and that. This is what I want to be. I want to continue the vision of my ancestors. I want to bring it back. Um, very recently, some interesting things have happened uh, in the world, in the U.S., uh, some interesting bits in Joe Biden's administration. In France, you know, uh, Emmanuel Macron himself was in his 30s when he became president. He's appointed a prime minister who is 34, Monsieur mm -hmm. Attal. Mm -hmm. You're also a very young man, so to speak. Uh, but to become president of the land, my question then is, since it is clear that you do, are you ready? Well, you know, this is a question that you're asking me that I thought that maybe you should have been answering yourself. Mm. You know, I think but, better from the horse's own mouth. Yeah, but you see, looking at me and what I'm voicing out, you know, the question of me being ready is probably not, doesn't need to be asked. Mm. You know, I, I go beyond being ready. I'm more than ready. I'm demonstrating all the courage that, you know, a nation needs. You know, I have businesses, and I've been told, your businesses will be crashed. This will be done. They will do this. They will do that. And I'm still here. Mm. So you don't even need to ask me this question. I'm more than ready. I'm ready to sacrifice what I have to make someone else and the people out there, their life become better. So when I'm not here, I'll be remembered for that. Then some young man came, he lost everything, he gave everything up, and he stood for his nation, he stood for his country, he changed it and moved on and went to Africa and proved to the world that Africa is Canaan. So you're, 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 you're ready to lose everything, if, if well, it comes to that? Well, you know, I came here with nothing, I'll be living with nothing. I don't know why I should protect all of these things that God has given me, their materials. Mm -hmm. The human beings are more important. You know what, Ben? There's something that I like the most, and there are three things, okay? Tell Those me. three things that I worship, I believe in, I adore. One is nature. Two is humanity. And three is the world. 
So I came to meet nature. All these trees and all these animals and gold and oil and everything was here before I came. I am going to leave it. It will still be here. I came to meet human beings. They brought me here. Mm. I will live and die and go, and they will still be here, and different types will still be coming. I came to meet this world, and when I came, this world was either better or worse. And I will still leave the world, and I will go. But one thing that I will be remembered by is the values that are added to these three things that I'm talking about. And that is my full interest, my total concentration. It's the value that I can live with nature. You know how I turn it around. Did I buy some tigers? Or what did I do with them? Did I breed them? Did I make Ghanaians become the first Ghanaians that breeded tigers and own tigers in West Africa, East Africa, and North Africa? Okay, mm -hmm. apart from South Africa where they say it's the only place that tigers can be. Did I change something? Did I add value to some youth? Did I inspire them? Did I replace their fear with hope? Mm. What did I do that has made a million more or a hundred million more people woken up and saying that this is the way to go? For me, this is more than cars. This is more than money. This is more than being a president. This is more than being a minister. You know, that's my vision goes all the way there. Okay, that's one. And then when you look at humanity, adding this value to humanity is priceless. It's endless. And the world, why am I going to live here without them calling my name? Freedom Jacob Caesar, and I was here. Why am I going to go without them filling uh, and filling my absence? That if he was here, it would be better. Just like today, we, we, we mentioned Kwame Nkrumah, and we're like, okay, if Kwame Nkrumah, uh, you know, he just did the motorway, and in 60 years we haven't expanded it, so that means if he was here, he would have continued it, you know. That, that's the kind of legacy I want to leave. And I want to inspire the youth out there that go for it. If you're going to dream, dream big, because you're going to dream anyway. Mm. If you want to have a vision, have a big one. Go for it. And even if you can't do the 100% vision that you're seeing and you do 20% or 30%, you'll still be remembered for. And so I like what I am becoming. And I, I, I can look at someone like Joe Biden, and uh, he, he's younger than uh, our president, but our president is more active than him, you know, because maybe he became a president at the age of 75 and he's way too old to be fulfilling his presidency. You know, um, uh, he could have done it in his 40s, but he chose to do it in the 70s or 75. Now, I want to say this. I don't want to be a president in my 70s, in my 80s. Please, I want to be hugging my grandkids and I want nations to be waving at me and just remembering what I've done for them in the past that has moved them forward. I don't want the times that God has given me to show my glorification when I have gray hair and everything and somebody have to put me in suit and tie and write some speeches so I go and stand in front of UN and say mm. I'm giving a speech when I'm supposed to be building a country and building a nation. Okay? Mm. Uh, the equation is simple. You can calculate it. We only have seven decades on this earth. Okay? It's 70 years. You have to use it properly. You know, you can't wait till you're 35 and say, I want to become a football star or I want to become a musician. You would have lived halfway through your life. So you're seizing the opportunity. Uh, Absolutely. Right, right before we talk about the convention, uh, convention yeah. there also is that incident with Shalima Abuisi, yeah. who is now back in Belgium. Yesterday, my colleague Raymond Aqua had a bit of a conversation with her. Has that her deportation, has it impacted the work of New Force? Um, I would say that it was supposed to take away the reputation of New Force. First of all, by saying that 
you know, that's some fraudulent document and uh, uh, illegal immigrant and whatnot and so forth. But you know, but but you know, those were valid valid problems, valid concerns. I don't think so. Did you, you look into so? it properly? You don't think so? Did you? Did you see the documentation from you know the immigration customs and did the rest and what what they did what you they see said? the documentation? But did, did you I, hear I like, what they no, said? No, 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 no. I like to correct you. You were asking a question that did you see the documentation? Did mm. you? Because you well, know, we saw, you, we you saw cannot, records of what they cannot, said. No, no, no. You cannot use words to describe things that are legal. You mm. need evidence. Mm. Okay, that's why there's exhibit. You need exhibit to charge people in the law. Mm. Okay, you cannot just say Mr. Kwesi is a thief. That's it. So are you, are you insinuating that the immigration service lied? No, 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 no. I am asking you the question that you asked me so you can mm. answer it properly. Mm. That did you see the proof? Because I will answer your question about that. I think that, you know, if the new force have hired um, someone that is uh, uh, had something to do with their visa in the country and this and as a spokesperson and okay then the new force is also a fraud but you know I think that was the long term goal you know to put that kind of image around the force like I said you know it's important for the country to listen to the message and not you know uh, target the messenger Okay, let's listen to the message first. Mm. And it, this was a target on the messenger. Now, is it by whom? Well, I think that you, you, you ask yourself for the first time in history, and this makes it very interesting, that for the first time in history, you know, Ghanaians are deporting Europeans. <laughs> okay, like people are coming from Europe, that great system that they have, to come and make fake papers in Ghana so they can live here. When the person was already living in this country for three years, we only met her four months before that whole conversation and that whole report, that position that we put her in. That is one. I want to explain, I want to use this very moment to explain this to Ghanaians, what happened with the Shalimas case. So first of all, the new force started this project. And then when the news and everybody sort of held on to the new force trying to find the person behind the mask and everything, we offered so many Ghanaians, young people, mid-aged people. Can you be our spokesperson? Can you say, everybody's running away. I'm sorry. There's, we're living around. You, you, you made the offer to yes, Ghanaians yes. and no one would take it up. They're scared. Everybody is scared. And I'm saying it and anybody that came across me, they can. And it was Shalima who was willing to take up I'm the I'm coming, market. I'll tell you. So we met Shalima at the Mepe. Okay. when we went to do our donations there. And okay. she was also there doing her donations, you know, uh, and, I, and I think Honorable Ablaka, you know, came and they were together. And, 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 and so she came to support and, uh, uh, the, the whole thing. And when we met her, we got in touch. She came, we spoke, we vet her, we, we did the vetting on her, and then um, we did the KYC as well. She... Mm-hmm told us that she's a presenter, she used to work for EIB, which is GH1, mm. you know, as a presenter. So she's been there and she's a model and everything. So I listened to her speak. She was very articulate. And I said, okay, maybe I will use her for our report as a spokesperson. Mm. So we just decided that let's use her. But besides the point, we also realized that, you know, it was going to be a very good publicity stunt. You know, if we were to use a white person to speak on our behalf. For me, as the leader of the new force, 
I thought that, you know, it was good to even show Ghanaians that we're now hiring even white people to come and work for us, you know, in speaking for us, in reporting for us. For Ghanaians, they looked at it as, oh, who is the white person to come into our politics, this, that, that, that. But who said we were politicians? New force. We hadn't said anything. We hadn't reported that we were a political party. No. We were just suspected to be a political party that is yet to unveil. So we being a movement, we had any right to hire anybody to be our spokesperson or to be our reporter. But they turned it around and made it look like, oh, we're doing politics and we brought white people from outside to come and do... No, 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 we cannot do that. I cannot disrespect the nation like mm-hmm. that, that mm-hmm. I'm going to bring a white person when our history is about colonial, you know, for them to come and form a political party. No, 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 that's not the picture. Now, let's clear this once and for all. On the national television, she was the bold person to volunteer to be the spokesperson. And oh. I still stand by her. You know, but talking about her being arrested, mm. that's what we need to look into. Okay, so as we look into that, you say you vetted her. Yes, we did. You vetted her. Yeah. Did you also maybe inquire to see whether she had the right to work, to engage in the activity? She was not working. No, no hold. Yeah. Whether she had the right to work or do engage in the activity that you were giving her to she do. She had a student visa. Mm. A student visa in her passport. That student visa was an authentic visa. From the immigration it's not a fake visa right. and when someone volunteers it's not a job he says i want to do it for free okay that's what she said and she did it for free and after she did it for free the video became so impactful that even on her own page it was the first time she had had 1.2 million views in two days Okay, so it was very powerful. It was circulating. The message was powerful. It was piercing. Now, when she got arrested, how did she get arrested? She just got a phone call that come to the immigration. Okay, now there was a lawyer that was, you know, helping in the vetting situation with Shalima, who was in the office. And that lawyer was the only one that, you know, showed us uh, the visa in her passport, you know, and in two days, we get a call. <laughs> that, that lawyer seems to be, you know, I don't know if he's with us or from the other side, and she goes, when she goes... You think maybe this person ratted you out? Oh, I don't think so. I think that there are people around me who are from other parties, but, you know, for me, I'm just in the middle. I'm just doing my thing. I don't have to point any fingers. Okay, let's see whatever people do will turn out to be. But what happened was when she went there and she was supposed to be interrogated, instead, they kept her. Okay, because it's not like she got arrested. She went there, so you didn't have to keep her. You understand? You could have given a bill and tell her to come, and, and, you know, and do your investigation. But she got arrested straight away. And when she got arrested, the mistake that happened was that they kept her only one night with the immigration and then took her straight to NIB. And, you know, that's National Investigation of Bureau. So it, now it, it had moved from... It carries a different weight. Yeah, it carried a different weight. And we said, wow, okay, so the most we can do is just wait for the two days, which is by the human right law, the most time you can hold anyone. But what happened was the two days came uh, uh, and three o'clock, they rushed her from the place and left the lawyer there, just her to court. So as all of this was happening, you knew? Oh, yes, we were following because now I was responsible for someone's daughter who has volunteered to do something for us. And all of a sudden, my country and the government is holding her. We saw 
video of her parents and later her parents came weeping. Yes. And how did that make you feel? No, the parents were already here. No, so, there was a video prior before they came into town, and then we saw others. Yeah, I, I don't know. That, that, was, that was disheartening. But I, I, I would like to finish, you know, what I'm saying that what what happened really, so people can get a clearer picture, you know, as in terms of the deportation and all of this and what is brought. Okay, uh, it was disheartening, and I'm, I feel very sorry for the parents, and I've already apologized to Shalima, the parents, and you know, yes, I still stand by her. She's a great person. The family's great people. But when they went to court. They didn't have any charge for her, but they still decided to keep her for the next four days to do the investigation. So that's how come they kept her for seven days without a charge. Okay, and the seventh day is when they brought the charge to the courts. But the seventh day, I had changed the lawyer to Sosu. You know? Sosu yes, yes, and uh, he did a great job, brought, brought her out, and then she had a seven day to to report back to the courts. That's seven days that she was supposed to go back. So Sue demanded some things, okay? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that she, he demanded from the uh, immigration was the document that was forged <laughs> to get that uh, uh, student visa. Because the student visa is authentic. It's from the country. Right. It's issued by immigration. So mm -hmm. where is the document that you are saying that based on this document, mm -hmm. she's a fraudulent? That document is what they couldn't produce in the next seven days. So you realize that when they went to court, they had to drop all the cases quickly and release her. And when they release her, she was immediately arrested again. But this time by immigration, NID, and military. And within eight hours, they pushed her in a plane and sent her out. She had the right to pick her properties, to pick things, nothing. This was very forceful. And I think that triggered some things outside. You know, because now the country and other people and, and media and journalists started looking into it. So I didn't even know that the national accounts, Ghana's accounts in Belgium, had been closed. Four of them. I, I am not privy to this. Oh, you can Google it. It's there now. You know, and Ghana's that, accounts in Belgium yeah, 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 have yeah. been closed. Yeah, have on been. the back of what happened to Shalima. Boots. No, 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 no. It had been closed before previously. It, okay. Yeah, so they no. closed it. And I think it, due to that, there was a blacklisting by the EU which now they're being delisted, you know. So this has happened, and now it's looking like, you know, the country was now um, sort of uh, um, revenging with the girl. Oh, so, I, now, I now get the picture. So, so this is what has made it. It's going to BBC. It's going to other platforms. I'm not the one. It's not New Force. New Force genuinely just used her. And all of these things happened. It's just triggered things, and it's now making also Europe. Who is this new force, and and, and and what's going on, and why is the government, you know? So, so in is, the end, it, you feel it has given you capital. It, 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 it served it, your purpose. It, it was supposed to devalue our credibility, but it's brought curiosity to our vision and our mission. Which is a plus. So you don't think using her has put any dent on your image? Oh, it, it, it kind of has because of the words that came out and what people were saying. But then if you go into it, it's not over. There is a human rights, whatever, whatever things going on. And that's between Charlie and, you know, the government. And, you know, that's, that's, that's them. But, right. You know, we, 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 we've, we've triumphantly... Uh, been able to move on, and we moved from the Shali to even the next stage, which is the convention, and I'm sure you want to ask about that too. I'll, I'll get there in a minute. I just have a question about money, though, and listening to you, I see, again, you have this courage, and you speak about what you've attained, 
as a young man, even when you had that press conference, you spoke about how for 21 years of your life you had invested it in giving young people a picture of what wealth looks like. We'll get into the other conversations, but how are you bankrolling all of this, whether as a movement or eventually as a political party funding? How do you have people supporting you? Um, at the moment, I mean, these are not things that I really publicly... Because, because really, I mean, you, the billboard side, right? Uh, people, if you picture the number of billboards and how much it costs to, to just erect one, people were, and some of them were unfortunately vandalized. People say, wow, how, how could they do all of that? How did you do it? I mean, look, the power of wisdom, it's the demonstration of wealth. You know, when you have a great mindset, you can have a little, and it looks so big. <laughs> when you apply your wisdom to it, it looks so powerful. I mean, look, I took about six, seven proposals from different advertising companies. And um, I just needed to get 150 to 180 billboards that would be spread uh, among the regions. Okay, the regions were 16 regions, and I wanted to be present. And I realized that some of them would just need four. Some of them would need five. Some of them would need 20. Some of them would need 10. So I put it all together, and then I asked to pay for a third of it instead and i use that as my first teasing marketing campaign you know and it, it, even when i look at it it looks so powerful but i will give credit to the wisdom more here than the funding wisdom. <laughs> yeah the, the wisdom behind the analogy okay. of marketing with one marketing company and asking them to spread just 150 billboards you know appropriately and proportionally you know, and giving full presence and all of that. I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you that for the marketing, you know, tact and the application of wisdom, as you say. But even if, uh, just, just to look into it, uh, 150 billboards at a cutoff rate and all of that, people will still ask, that's quite a lot. Um, question is, are you doing this on your own as part of that drive to, listen, I want to bring the youth to a new dawn? Or do, you, or do you have supporters? Oh, at the moment, that's my investment. That's my team. You know, okay. we are investing. And also remember that some of these uh, third-party um, companies that we're using are also people that, you know, want some sort of give-in in exchange of um, publicity and other things. You know, like the marketing okay, company. so you're doing some barter here. Yeah, the marketing company is now, they've gone from fourth to one. You know, so everyone can see that the blue poles is, you know, is really everywhere. You know, it's a, it's a, like I said, let's give credit to the wisdom, you know. And I think that Ghana wants to know, how are you funding all of this? When you build a building, they say, how are you building all of this? People are not even asking, do you own some banks? And if so, how do you sleep? And how are you paying them? You know, do you, do you, owe, do you owe any banks? Well, I, I Have you taken to, any loans? Yes, I used to own um, uh, World Bank. <laughs> They were the first people I decided to borrow from when we were building number the one. The World Bank. Yeah, the World Bank. Oh, you mean and number one place in Oslo? Yeah, 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 yeah. And okay. we wanted, we, you know, we, we just wanted that badge and, you know, myself and my partner. But, you know, we've managed to pay it off because we realized that we were becoming slaves to the loan. You know, we, we, it's a tough thing, but, you know, yeah. And okay, now so I'm, I'm quite uh, debt-free. You're debt-free? Yeah. Undi Obiaka? Well, unless... Um, you, you want to make it like Mindy Obiaka. I own the nation. 
I owe you to sit here and no, give I'm, me my I'm time. Talking of, I'm no, talking no, 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 no. Let me answer your question, okay? So you don't re-narrate it. And I want to correct you, okay? What I've invested in the nation is because mm. of what I owe them. Mm. I feel like I'm partly responsible to the best development of this country. Mm. So if I manage to get myself out of the bank debt mm. and then take my little to advertise myself, to promote myself, to campaign myself, so I can become a leader, a leader that will have the chance to build platforms and create wealth and create jobs and create this. What does that tell you? I owe you. I owe my life to the nation. No, no, no. At least, what it reminded me of was Lord Kenya's song from back then. Exactly. That's actually where I was leading. But still, I just want to, you know, to conclude on this point. Wisdom, yes. But wisdom is not money. The application of wisdom can do many things. I'm sure you are aware as well. No, just 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 hold for me briefly. I'm sure you when I'm done, you will you will get where I'm going. Uh, our political um, regulations in the Constitution, it talks about political party funding. The reason I'm asking this, I wish you could see some of the messages coming through. People are very concerned because they feel these other parties have not done certain things right. I want you to explain to Ghanaians, beyond your own pockets, there's no one behind New Force, such that these people sending messages will also know that this young man standing here, he's doing that from his position, and that is it. I think that's a fair question. Well, this is a very fair question. Yes, mostly and everything is by us, from us now. But I want the nation Mostly. To, yes, mostly, okay? I want the nation to understand that I am coming to you to support me. I ha just because you haven't seen me ask you, I am coming to ask you to donate to help me because I'm changing the narrative of politics in the history of Ghana. Now, why do I think this is changing it? If you look at the Western uh, democratic system, okay, every politician that becomes a leader or a president, he goes to the people. It doesn't matter whether he's a billionaire, he's a business person, or he's poor. He goes to the people and say, please donate, help me to campaign. And the people put a dollar, five dollars, whatever dollars they want to contribute to this person. So he has some capital to campaign, because campaign does cost money, okay? It costs a lot. I might have to sell my building to pay for some billboards and to pay for some buses and to pay for people that are working, pay for media and pay for everything. Now, I want you to understand this analysis that I'm about to give you clearly, that if this person goes to them and they give a dollar, five dollar and ten dollars, and then you come to Africa, or let's say that person becomes a president, the people that have given him a dollar or five dollars or whatever, he now owes them. He, he has to do something in return for them, okay? Because they gave him their support for him to become what he's become. Now, the same democracy that governs the African leadership, let's come to Africa. Every leader that wakes up in Africa, that goes out there to campaign, is going to the people and say, take 50 cities, take 200 cities, take 400 cities, vote for me, vote for me. What do you think happens when that person becomes a president? All of you, you own the president. 
Because he's going to take his money back times a hundred times from you. So the way we are doing our governance is wrong. The way we are building our political uh, um, um, platform that is going to build our future is wrong because we're bribing the people to vote. So when we become leaders, then we still back what we gave them, what we bribed them with a thousand times. Now, who is wrong here? It's not just the president. You are also wrong. So the two people are corrupt. And we can't be going in circles doing this. I am coming to the nation. I am about to ask them. My team will come together. And it doesn't matter what you can contribute to us in this campaign that we're about to go through. Whether it's water, we will take it. Whether it's one city, we will take it. Anything that people give us, we will declare it. And we will show appreciation and we will use that money rightfully. But that to answer the question about the wisdom and the money. Look, Ben, people need to apply wisdom to money. People need to apply wisdom before money even appears. Now look at some of us in Africa or even in Ghana. The amount of money that has run through our hands, even in the government system. If you don't apply wisdom, it all burns. You know, you start putting some in your pocket, bribing people, throwing it away, giving these women, and it disappears. Mm. But when you apply wisdom, the money starts to go into the right channels, into the right places, and then it's planted well. And then also the right water is poured on the money. So it grows properly, and then it's harvested. I agree with you, actually. But there's also transparency, probity, accountability, especially at the inception of the Fourth Republic. Those were the foundations, though we have veered off. But... Transparency, probity, accountability. As a leader, if, if you do want to become president, or if you do become that, you will have to declare your assets. I'll be, I'll be straight up with you. I've had people ask me, okay, this, this young man, he's interesting. But with what he's saying, I'm interested in the source of his wealth. Are you ready to declare that? Well, you know what? There is nothing like I'm hiding the source of my wealth, my brother. It's in your face. What is it? It is like, you know, I have some landmarks that you can't miss. Okay? It's there. I know a number one place. Okay, okay. there's squalets, there's uh, other buildings, there are zoos, there are things that I'm doing in the country, okay? I'm, I'm not saying that I want to hide it. Zoos? Okay? Are they making money? Well, I just built the first private zoo, okay? okay. And we're about to open it, you know? Uh, just, You're about to open it? Yeah, just for the tigers too, you know. But we, he said it here for the first time, right? Uh, yeah. For, for the, okay. For the, well, I, if there's anyone, maybe you should find them for me. But I, I haven't seen uh, people interested in creating, you know, um, um, some sort of accommodation for animals, you know, where we want to take it to a different level in terms of tourism. Yeah. And then, then that, that was the main aim, why I did that. It's an investment. I mean, I followed that story. I, yeah, it's I an investment. We need to respect you know, that investment. You know, yeah, you, yeah. you need to inv respect the investment. That's what I'm saying, that even if the country turns their back on me and say that, oh, all your things that you did, we don't know where you got the money from, so we're seizing it. Well, what, do I, what power do I have? Mm. You know, but one thing you should remember is that I went from digging the ground by putting the block, putting the concrete. I sweat. I, I stood in the sun. I built it. I did it. And I want the youth to replicate that. I want the people in Ghana to be doing the same. We always don't have to sit here and watch somebody to come from outside before a building can come up. Okay? We, we can't afford to buy a building. This is the reason why we want to create a middle-income economy. Mm. So we're living a fair life. This, it would reduce the jealousy. It reduce, you know, I know a lot of people are jealous, but I don't blame them. Mm. And I'm not fighting them. As much as you don't like me, I can understand you. Because if, yes, if you don't have it at all, 
and I have it, then you have to ask yourself, how did I get it? Do you understand what I'm saying? And I'm trying to hint you that, you know, wisdom is one of the main things that has acquired my wealth. Because, you know, I use my mind more than my pocket. I think you this know? wisdom you, you speak of is wisdom that many youth should tap into because it has done amazing things for you. But let's, you. let's, let's talk about the convention. Thank you. Wait, wait um, before you go there. Mm. Did you kind of get all your answers that you want from me? Because, you know, at some point, you, 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 I could tell you. No, I wanted to pull out. Like, I mean, for example, okay, if... What was the funded? What's this? What's that? What, you, if, if, you, are hitting the nail, you are hitting the nail on the head. Are you asking the same question, man? Like, asking which where, question? Where did he get his source from? Where, where's the source? Where's the money for, coming from? For me, anyone who intimates in any way to become any sort of leader, especially political leader in this country, on the back of our history, corruption and everything. I am 100% interested in their source of wealth. I'm 100% interested in their declaring their assets and following that, whatever they accrue on top of it. And as a student of the law, obviously, I am incredibly interested in that. You've been asking me all the questions today. Can I ask you one question? Go ahead. Have you read the Constitution? I've read it quite a bit. Okay. So in a constitution, you realize that you have to declare everything, and even if you miss any taxes, you can go to jail, you have a fine, this, that, that. Indeed. That. Well, of course. I mean, anybody that... So you're sticking to the script, right? I am. But I'm saying that if, if really the nation wants to come and find even a pin that you haven't been responsible for, they will find a way. So if that's the constitution that we will use to determine our leadership, it means that everyone that has gone into politics has gone in naked. Mm. <laughs> they don't have anything to declare, or they don't have anything to pay for. And but, just, but they declare before. I, I'm coming, I'm coming. Yes, they, they, they do they, declare that's what, before. At least what the law yeah, says, they do some do. Before, and if, if I was having my political party licenses, I'm sure that they would definitely want to ask all of these things that is owned by me and this that and it's fine. It's it's not in 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 in, in some sort of private um, uh, room that you can't find. It's in your face. You can see it. So the declaration is already there. It's publicly declared. However, I am asking you this question because I wanted to ask you that if most of our leaders in this country have gone in saying that we were genuinely clean, we declared all our assets, we don't owe any taxes, this, that, and yet they ended up taking bribes on the other side and corrupt on the other side. Two wrongs don't, two wrongs don't make Exactly, exactly. So, so I think the constitution itself needs to be adjusted so we can attract the young minds who are smart, intelligent, that they just don't have to become a business people, a person or some guy on the roadside trying to sell something because they feel like they don't have what it takes to go into so politics. the constitution needs to be amended. I, I, absolutely. I, okay. think, I still think it has colonial traces in it. All right. Let, let's, for the sake of time, we have limited time, sure. but I want us to maximize what time we have left. Um, the, convention. the convention. On what basis did you sell it to the government? And I'm using it broadly because they gave you permission to use it for a convention. Mm -hmm. You had invited the Peter Obis, the Julius Malemes, who got stuck somewhere, the, the Dr. Uh, Arikanes, and... You know, PLO Lumumba, mm -hmm. who's actually been here a number of times for speaking engagements. Walk us through what exactly happened. And I like the first question that you asked. On what basis did I sell it to the government? Right. Did I have to sell it to the government if I had to pay for a space mm. that the government is relinquishing to a citizen? It's a state property. 
Right. That's the independence. It's a monumental that if you want to rent it and have an event there, you can have uh, a concert there. You can have anything. I, I, I don't have to sell my vision to the government just after going to pay them for a space. So I, I'm just trying to correct you in a very nice way. No, it's that, not. That, it's, the way it's, you said it's, it's, it's actually I, I, not. How did I sell it to the government? <laughs> I think you may have missed what, what I... Okay, then maybe you should ask me the question. The point again. is, you were given permission to use the place. That permission was based on something. What yes. did you tell? Well, you, you them that you were going to use the you've seen the, the event premises for you've seen the proof. We the government issued a letter saying that it's for Black Star something something and it's ten thousand cities. We brought our documents out. We went in New Africa Foundation. We paid thirty thousand. Mm. Okay, and the same office uh, of the president has issued two letters, two different receipts. Okay, one of them says that ten thousand, the other one says thirty thousand. One of them is saying black. So that's, that's that's the document on the screen. Yes, it says New Africa Foundation. Mm. Clearly, you see the money, the amount, thirty thousand. But when they had to shut the event down, they say it's Black mm. Star line trying to rent the Black Star Independence Square. Okay, and uh, we will find your ten thousand. Okay, so. How can people be sitting in the office of the president and making these huge public mistakes? That's what the nation should be looking at. Okay, it's not for me saying that I'm going to sell something to them. And it's clearly there. We told them that New Africa Foundation is bringing the convention into Ghana. We made it, we publicly put billboards in the country that we're bringing these four people, the national uh, state affairs, you can see that we rented uh, the security, the security company went to the government, the government gave us 80 policemen, okay, you can see clearly that they supported us with protocols, you know, things to make the people come in. So why, why do you think they backtracked? Well, first of all, let's look at going through all the procedures, and we doing the right thing okay. to be able so, to so, do. So it is clear from I, I, what you're saying that you followed the protocols, absolutely. you followed the procedures, you made the payment. What does not add up is the fact that the event was stopped, which is why I'm asking you, do you have any knowledge? Of course, we did see the, the response from the office of the president that there was another event. Let's take it from there. That Come was on. to be held. There. I mean, look. You are revoking this from Black Star Line Festival. First of all, that's not Black Star Line Festival there. So you just decided to close it. You said that you wanted to have another event there. We, we rented the place from the 2nd to the 8th. You saw us on the 3rd, on the 4th, on the 5th, on the 6th, on the 7th, two hours before everybody would come there. That's when you decided to have an event. Please, come on. You need only a one-year-old baby to not to understand this, okay? That, that, I don't want to go deeper into it, but you waited for all the days and decided that the last hour or two before the event, now you have an event. The what event? How come the people did not tell us that even the government, if they decide to have any event, they can cancel your event? That should have been in a contract. It should have been but, in but, an agreement. Were you, were you going to launch New Force well, at the event? That is what everyone is saying. And you know, no, no, I, I don't want what everyone is relax. saying. Relax. I'm answering your question. You, what are you I, saying? I'm answering your question right then. It, it looks like da, 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 relax. You ask me a question, I have to answer you. Because then of you, time, I need to make well, a Okay, then, then, then let's, let's double up. But then, if you want to know the, question, the answer for the question that you just asked, okay, everybody is saying that we we're going to launch, we we're going to launch, which is not the idea and that was not the mission. But in any case, in any case, mm. even if the convention, 
I decided to unveil myself in the convention. I want to ask everybody in this country, is it a crime? Is it a crime that the government or the people should go to this extent that all the investment and all the leaders who have traveled, taking the risk from four different countries and coming to Ghana so they can speak to the youth to inspire the youth and to inspire Africa and change the government? Is it because some man in the mass is coming to unveil so cancel it? Am I that scary? Do, do you feel... No, no, no. I, I'm asking you this question. You, that, you, you, asked, to... you asked the question that very day. Look at me. You because asked I'm whether you... Well, well, yeah, I want Ghanaians you to look at me and answer you. me. I, I, I'm looking straight into I, I, your eyes. Am I scary? You don't look scary. Uh, thank you. But, but I, I do not know what may have scared the others. And, oh. and that is probably what we want to probe. I will leave that to you to find out whatever that scared the others. Because it is just a simple mask. And behind the mask, this is a simple man sitting in front of you. So, so you were going I'm to launch there. You were going to no, launch new No, you were trying to say, you were, are you this, that. Is that what you're trying to fish out? I'm trying to. Because I've that. told you so many times. You've heard it in the news. You've seen it. I'm sitting in front of you. All of you, 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 make me, you make me feel like you are even part of the people that stop the event no, because your well, interests seem to be there. I, I wouldn't have an interest. Well, well, how many the, times the people watching say, would have an interest? How in many knowledge? times am I going to say to you, Ben, mm. that the idea of having the convention mm. was to start a new revolution in Africa where you bring four voices into one country under one umbrella? And these voices are igniting one message mm. and spreading. Because they're from different parts <clears throat> in Africa, it goes. Exactly that happened when the event was cancelled. All the countries in Africa were asking themselves why. So for me, if you look at it, the benefits for me is be more when the event was cancelled, more so than it would have happened. But the intention was genuine. I mean... Why do I have to go and bring four different leaders to Ghana to this just to unveil a mask? But to ask yourself that, you know, don't you think it's too expensive to just to unveil a mask when I can just get up and stand on the stage and tell people that I am the one? So I don't know why the nation or the government or the people are trying to make it look like I'm using it for some political something. Look, let's look at the fruit in what we just did. Mm. Look at the people that came here. These things used to happen in the 60s. It was people like Nkrumah. It was people like Malcolm X that they used to bring people together like that in one place. And you will see Kwame Nkrumah, you will see Malcolm X, you see Patrice <coughs> Lumumba, you see leaders in one place with one voice speaking. It was definitely a powerful thing, and I want to assure the nation that we will do it again. Even recently, there was some fake news, someone trying to make uh, PLO look like, uh, okay, I didn't know this. It's all a lie. It's some actor, whatever, I don't know him trying to do that. You, all the young people out there and people who are being paid by politicians mm -hmm. to destroy or cause deformation for people's character, please put an end to that. Because I don't think, you know, you'll be able to pay for those sins. If you really know that you're not doing the right thing, let's have a great intention as a country. Let's have a good mind. Let's do things right. Let's be able to face, if the government made a mistake, let's be able to let the government understand that it's a mistake. If the government want to give me an apology, that young man, we're sorry that all your investment was, you know, uh, destroyed, but we believe that the next time, if you make us aware of something maybe we will support you differently. I expect this from, from the nation. Or so, from, from, so uh, are, please, are you I'm hoping coming. for an apology? Uh, uh, please, I'm coming. Let me finish, okay? I expect something like this, okay? Mm. Oh, kafra, what's it? 
this is where I came from, and this is where I will die. This is where I will be buried. No matter how much people try to hate me, I still have no choice but to love them because these are the people I belong to. So I'm not here to even say that, oh, uh, I've lost millions, so the government, I'm going to sue them. They should. No, 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 no. Yeah. I just need moral support. I need people to understand that, okay, this was not fair. But right. besides everything, <clears throat> there were four leaders that you know, were supposed to be here. Three of them showed up. Right. If we behave this way as a country and all the youth on the street were angry and disappointed, I mean, come on. It's, it's, it's not fair. It's not fair on the leaders. It's not fair on the people that were supposed to come. It's not right. fair on me. And, you know, we should stop trying to push, push and say that, oh, he had a political agenda. A political. If even I had a political agenda, what, exactly. what exactly. did I do? But, but, but will the apology calm you down a bit? You, you mentioned the apology. Oh, Are you hoping for an apology I, from I, government? I, look, I'm not angry that I need to be calmed down. Okay. I'm just disappointed, okay? And I think that, you know, fairness is the definition of life, okay? okay. If the day came and the night didn't come, <clears throat> we wouldn't be happy with God. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? But at the same time, as a nation, we need to remember that if crucifying Jesus, if the people that were doing it, if they knew he would become that powerful and eternally in our mouths, they wouldn't have done it. Do you understand what I'm saying? So we need to put all of these analysis together and let's just start to be fair. I am only standing in front of the nation and saying that this is what I want to do. Okay. There are so many reasons why I have decided to be president. It could be that I'm here to stop something from happening. It could be that me coming in, maybe Ghana was going to have some tribal confusions or national confusions, but mm. I come in the picture and it's all tamed. You know, there, there are so many reasons why right. I'm here. And I think that I would urge the nation to at least accept me, hear my message, and at least expect my contribution, my capacity, my ability, what I'm bringing to the nation. Right. And, uh, you know, I love Ghana. I love the people. I know it's time, these times are hard and it's difficult, but there's always better times ahead. And I know everyone is kind of scared because when your economy is bad, you live with fear. Mm. But I'm here to replace that fear with hope. Okay. Right, right before I bring you my final question, uh, there are some interesting... The messages are so many... <clears throat> I can't possibly run them by you. But two interesting messages came through. One from a former vice chancellor of an institution. I will not mention his name. Another one from a former independent candidate. So I'll just run them by you. Um, so the first one, let me quickly get into it. The person I'll call Chrissy uh, says, I like his zeal, but the reality may hit him soon. I hope that people are not following him to glean some of his wealth. How many people in my village and your village who determine who become president in Ghana know of him? All they know is MPP and NDC. He should have a measured expectation. He should ask Papa Kwesi Indum. I wish him well. And the second one also says, can you ask him, and this is the person who has been a candidate before, can you ask him the 30,000 Ghana CDs he paid for how many days was it? Was it for the... It did it include that final day? Yes, it was for six days. So from 2nd <clears> to the 8th. So I think they charge 5000 a day. 
Okay. Okay. So, so five by six will give you thirty thousand. Thirty thousand, and right. you need the six days to put up everything, and you know they ask us like you know the size of the event and everything, and you know we all assume that okay, you need uh, the six days. Besides, on the thirty-first there was an event there. Okay, mm -hmm. so on the first and second they used it to tear down whatever, and then we continued from there. All right. Um, this final bit on a lighter note. Uh, you've said that... Uh, the, 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 the guy that sent me the message about Pakwasi Indium and all of that. Mm. Look, I, I, again, I want to tell the nation that, you know, any man that starts a journey that don't understand that there's a risk ahead of them and there's a problem that they need to find solutions for whilst they're going on the journey, mm. that man is not embarking on the journey, okay? Uh, life is something that we're going to face all these problems that comes along, and we need to find solutions <coughs> for it. I have taken a decision now, and this decision puts me in that predicament that this is coming, which is something that, you know, uh, we're used to as a nation that anything that comes up against whatever that is existing, we're going to crush it. Okay, fine. Uh, I want the nation to understand that things can be crushed, but some things are not meant to be destroyed. Okay. Final bit to you, because we have to go. Um, you seem to have a bit of a fascination for big cats. I've seen some of your photos, and you have lions in there. There's been that controversy about the tigers and everything. Um, why this fascination? That's the last thing I'll leave you with. I don't have any fascination for big cats. I just thought that, you know, um, having two tigers in Africa, that, you know, people in Asia were saying that they would never survive in this part of Africa, which is the west, the east, mm. and the north. You know, I was challenged to prove to them that, look, if my goat can survive in Asia, then why can't your animals in Asia survive in Africa? So that's why I went to bid for the animals, bought them, brought them. And I brought them because I wanted to create a zoo for them. I thought that creating a shelter for such animals also mm. is part of my, my um, acronyms, you know, things that I have to do in life, you know. Uh, and that's not the end of it. I want to bring in a panther. I'm going to bring in some lions. Uh, I think that, you know, in the tourist world, there is more we can do. You know, that, that industry, the tourism industry has room for these things. And I think right now, as we speak in Africa, um, apart from South Africa, yeah. Ghana is the only country that is with these two tigers, you know, uh, when you go to Nigeria, to Kenya, to everywhere. And I think the country should be proud, more so than I am. Uh, they should be proud that we have that. In, maybe we're about to even breed them. We'll be the first country that will be able to give away tigers to countries like Nigeria and, and Kenya. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm into unity. I'm into doing all of these things. So, yeah, the tigers have been here. They've survived, and uh, the zoo has been built. Okay. Um, I'm not just fascinated about them. It's just something that I feel like, you know, just doing a project. I build a, a tall building. I've seen lions in the photos as well, but we don't have time to, to go there. I said that was my last question. I have a final one. Oh, yeah? Uh, this message says, Dauda, I love the man you're having. A conversation with he's quite smart the final bit are you going to have a campaign song which artist would you consider artist if, you, if i mean usually these entities the big parties have campaign songs and sometimes they use an artist uh, have you contemplated oh, that? No, no, no. I, I just think that i can bring all the artists together all the artists yeah and then we can have an event maybe in kumasi sometime in kumasi because you know i haven't been able to be in touch with my people this is where i came from and I think that I'm going to give a free concert of about 50,000 people being in a stadium. And I want to bring... Where would it likely be? Kumasi? Kumasi. Yeah, I want to bring all <clears throat> 10 to 14 of the artists together. You know, I want to create a sense of unity among the artists, first of all. And I want to bring all type of people from Kumasi, from Brunahafo, 
from the Akan area, all of them coming to the stadium. And then I think that would be the convention part two. I will okay. play the same characters back and I will still. When is this likely to happen? Oh, I won't give you the date here, but <laughs> you know, I, I think that, you know, and, and this whole thing was about unity, you know, okay. just, just making sure that, you know, I bring people. So I'm not the type that would just pick one artist and put them in a corner and, okay. you know, put, okay. you know, some new force dress on them and put them okay, in Okay, let trouble. me put it this way. No. Who's your favorite artist? We have to go. Who's well, your I have artist? a lot. Everybody is very In Ghana? Cool. In Ghana, oh, I have a lot. Sakodia is great. Um, uh, the New Kid. Um, uh, is it uh, Black Sheriff? Black Sheriff is good. Jackie, Kim Promise. I, I can't stop Payday, the, the, the right. RTVs. No, Ghana okay. has got beautiful talents. And I, I just want to use this moment to tell not only the musicians, but also the actors. Some of the pastors, some of the leaders, some of the traders, some of the business people in this okay. country are all my mentors. I believe in them. Keep doing what you're doing. God bless you. NKB, thank you for joining the thank conversation. You, thank, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Uh, this has been the conversation uh, with Nanakwame Bidiako. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. Stay tuned for the rest of our programming.